With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we're an hour in. Come on in and join us. Gang's all here, ready to go. Hope you had a great weekend. Phone calls forthcoming, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. If you're a Colts fan, I can understand why you would feel pessimistic about Carson Wentz's foot injury. The former Eagles quarterback reportedly felt a twinge in his foot on a routine play last Thursday. He reportedly was waiting to see if it would heal before getting surgery. But given the uh, history in Indy, this is particularly scary. In Andrew Luck's final preseason, he had a a somewhat mysterious calf injury that was enough to make him retire. Hopefully Carson Wentz gets some good news. He can come back. But the Colts have built a solid roster. Last year with Phillip Rivers, they got to the playoffs, but they lost a close game to Buffalo. And hopefully the injury isn't that serious. But with Carson Wentz, his new team, and you're trying to figure out long-term strategy here. That's how you win in the NFL. We'll see what happens to Wentz, and if he's not able to play, what is plan B? Could Nick Foles be brought in, the third-string quarterback now with the Chicago Bears? We've been down this road before with Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners, and we say hello to McLovin with our poll question. Okay, we ran with what is the scariest Olympic sport if you had to compete in one? Balance beam and pole vaulting are both tied. Nobody wants any piece of them. People are not scared of equestrian or water polo. Yeah, they should be with water polo. If you get an opportunity, the L.A. Times has a feature today on water polo and the brutality of it. We have these underwater cameras now that uh, NBC has in the Olympics for water polo, men and women. It is brutal. It is the underwater, the stuff you don't see above the surface. I mean, it is hand-to-hand combat. And you're in the water and you're treading water for a long time. And you got some... Pretty powerful people there roughing you up. I mean, we've all been in the pool where the bully puts you under. Well, that's water polo. 
There's bullies out there. And they give you scholarships for doing this. <laughs> hey, can you drown somebody? Sure. All right, we'll give you a scholarship. Yes, McLovin. Had you ever heard of water polo as a sport? Is that available in Ohio? We didn't have it in Philadelphia. We, we didn't have it either, but, but I didn't have a pool. Oh, you didn't even have swimming as an option then? No. But, so I, but I remember seeing it, and I thought, it, it looks interesting. I didn't want to wear whatever that protective gear is over your ears, but then I realized why you wear that. It's like a wrestler. Like, you want to protect the ears. You don't want cauliflower ear. Yes, Eden. I didn't even know of a school that had a pool. In like growing up in yeah. high school, I, I couldn't even begin to tell you one that had their own pool, let alone a swim team and water polo. Is there a water polo team east of the Mississippi that's very competitive? Because it, it, I mean, it feels like a California sport. And having watched water polo, I, re, I remember covering the U.S. water polo team. This is back in the 80s, maybe 90s, and just going to practice and it, it was, that was eye-opening. It was like, wow. Like, these guys, guys had scratches all over them, and, and these were teammates there. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. We'll get to those phone calls coming up. Get an in-depth look at the country's top gymnast, the Peacock uh, Original Golden. Go behind the scenes with the athletes as they compete for four spots. Team USA's Olympic roster, the new docuseries Golden, streaming now. Sign up on Peacock TV. Dot com to get started. Simone Biles is expected to participate in uh, the final event, an individual event, and this will be in almost 24 hours from now. She will be on the balance beam. At least she is expected. That is the final event for women's gymnastics. Uh, women's soccer lost earlier to Canada, and now the best that they can hope for is the bronze. Yes, Eaton? you got to imagine the tune-in for that balance beam is going to be pretty big. Yes. Yes. I wonder what role NBC played in this. Maybe the Olympic Committee? Agents, sponsors. This could be the most watched event in the Olympics this year. Because I'm kind of terrified about it. Well, it's one of those where you're going to be holding your breath, I think. You, don't, you won't realize you're holding your breath, but you will be. Yeah. You'll be like, Whew. But does she do her normal routine? Does she scale it back? Probably so. And you just want to, like, a... A, a clean run here. Yeah, Paul. I was watching the broadcast this morning, and the, I don't know who the analyst was, but they were a gymnastics analyst. And they said, this is the most friendly event for the stuff Simone Biles is going through because there really is just the dismount. You get off the beam where you do the high-level move, and that could be modified. That could be brought down a little bit for less complexity. Nick Wright on loan from uh, First Things First. Fox Sports 1 has some thoughts on uh, Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers situation, and uh, – can the Lakers bring in DeMar DeRozan? We'll talk to Nick. He'll join us coming up in about 15 minutes from now. A couple of phone calls. Uh, Jason in Nebraska leads us off this hour. Hi, Jace. What's on your mind today? Hey, Danny and Danettes. Love you guys. I um, want to give my best, which um, hopefully it's the best back-to-back uh, for a weekend, which is obviously women's beach volleyball. And my worst, and I want to preface that this commercial is it's done by Toyota. It's awesome, inspiring, but I'm a softie, and it's a it's a lady that's on the phone with uh, an adoption agency, and she's a, and they're about to um, adopt a paraplegic 
girl who obviously if you've seen the commercial it's um it's uh she becomes a swimmer and it's just oh my god i mean i just i have to i cry every time i had friends over this weekend and had to turn the channel real quick and this one buddy of mine understood why but thanks guys and yes i agree suck it to pole vault and hammer throw oh hammer throw yes thank you james have you seen this commercial, Paul? Yeah, it's a very emotional commercial. I mean, there's a lot of t- heartstring commercials, but this goes deep, and, and uh, it's about an adoption of a, a a child born, and she has to have both legs removed, and it's talking about the Paralympic Games and different things. Yeah, see, you know what one's weird that I don't get? What commercial? The Nike growing sneakers off of trees. I think, well, what are we doing there? I don't really get that one. I haven't seen that. It's not true, is it? They're not actually. They're not. Oh, okay. It runs 37,000 times an hour, and it is, they're in like this weird futuristic lab, and people are walking around with lab coats and stuff, hmm. and there's, there's little, you know, like when uh, you put a plant in a vegetable garden, and it just starts sprouting a little yeah. bit, and they're like, oh, this is the uh, Arrow Force or whatever. I don't even know what their shoes are Was called. Was the Kyrie shoes, are they in the tree as well <laughs> that, that, he, that he hates? <laughs> How no, those, those are in the trash. How did those shoes go? How did they do? Like because he said these are trash. Yeah. <laughs> and unless they're just coming out, but I heard uh, a couple people said, "Why don't you package it by putting them in garbage bags?" So the the wrapper, you don't get a <laughs> shoe box. You put it in a garbage bag because Kyrie said that these shoes are garbage. Yes, McClellan. I saw one commercial that I loved. It's a, I think, Michelob Ultra. And this people are walking down the street, and Usain Bolt is doing his famous point to a bar, yeah. saying, go in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, but it's, Paul mentioned earlier, there's like eight Usain Bolt commercials. Well, Michael Phelps and Usain Bolt are the most popular, marketable athletes in the Olympics, and they're not even competing. Yes, he. It does make you think back about the last Olympics sort of how special that was then where you had yeah. Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps, Simone Biles, you know, sort of uh, jumped on the Katie Ledecky. Yeah. Uh, you're missing all of that star power now. Yeah, Paul. I don't know if you saw this weekend, but uh, the Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill spent all weekend challenging Usain Bolt to a race on Twitter, but he challenged him to a 40-yard dash or a 40-meter dash. And Tyreek Hill would beat him in a 40-yard dash, right, in but my opinion. Tyreek challenging Usain Bolt to a 40-yard dash that's like uh, Usain Bolt challenging Tyreek Hill to something that's not what he does. Usain runs the 100. If he wants to come out and run the 100, Usain, he'll get his lunch handed And Usain has everything to lose. He has nothing to gain here. Tyreek Hill, you know, when, when you tug on Superman's cape, if you beat him, you can say I'm the fastest man in the world. Whether you are or not, you can say I beat the fastest man in the history of this world. And I think that if I'm Usain Bolt, I say, what do you want to put up? 100 meters, whatever you want to put up, 100 meters. You put up your Super Bowl ring, I'll put it up in Olympic gold. I got a bunch of them. Ball game. <laughs> you, now you want to play with you want to play with fire scarecrow? That's what I would do. Because Tyreek Hill in a 40-yard dash would beat Usain Bolt. But if you watch Usain Bolt, it's when he gets to 50 meters, 60 meters, that's when it's ball game. After 40, you're in trouble. If you don't have a sizable, you're in trouble. But I would love, if I'm Usain Bolt, I just say, hey, here you go. 100 meters, your Super Bowl ring, and one of my Olympic gold medals. Because I've got a few of them here. Uh, Let's see, what else do we have? Uh, Quinn in Seattle. Hey, Quinn, what's on your mind today? Hey, thanks so much for having me on, guys. Uh, 6'2", 220. 
I really like the discussion about the Colts and what they're going to do with Carson Wentz. And Nick Foles isn't a bad option, but I do think there are some better options for them out there. One of them being a backup quarterback right now who was great a few years ago and I think might even be better than Carson this season. Any guesses on who you think I'm talking about? Gardner Minshew. No, although I do like the stash. I think Mariota would be a great addition to the Colts. Mm. Um, and then I don't know if the Niners are ready to part ways, but they just drafted their future. So Jimmy G might not be a bad option either because I think he's only got one year left on his contract, so it wouldn't be a huge cap hit. Yeah, but you also – thank you, Quinn. You have to find out the severity of this and if he does have surgery and the rehab and all of those things. Uh you know, would I bring in Gardner Minshew? I'd bring in Gardner Minshew before Jimmy Garoppolo because I don't, I don't know, like, what's the long term here? If I, I need the guy who could come in and, and play for a half a season, maybe a whole season, but knows where his place is in the organization. That's the key. Like, I don't want to bring in a controversy. I bring in somebody who can help us. Yeah, McLevin. I think you'd have to pay Jimmy G a lot, too. Yeah. Where Minshew, you would not. Yeah. Uh, Preston in Ohio. Hi, Preston. What's on your mind today? Morning, Dan and Danettes. How are you guys? Great, Preston. What's on your mind? So, best and worst of the weekend, Cincinnati edition. Uh, had open practice for the first time in two years. Got to go. Uh, Paul Brown Stadium, first come, first serve seats. Right on the field. It was awesome. Got to see the Jamar Chase show. Joey B back out there running healthy. Nice. Looked awesome. Worst of the weekend. Joey missing eight straight by a foot. That was heartbreaking. Oh, yeah, that's right. Joey Votto. He was going for uh, homering in eight consecutive games, and he just missed out on hitting home runs. I love that the pitchers pitched to him because a lot of times you don't want to be a pitcher who gave up the home run that kept the streak alive. But it feels like in today's game, it is home run derby. Every time you're on the mound, it, it's not like you go, I'm going to be crafty to him. I'm still throwing hard, and he's still swinging hard. But Votto, seven consecutive games, just missed out on uh, an eighth. Pretty impressive. The Senate is going to meet with TCU and the uh, Big 12 Texas schools on the future of college sports. So the state Senate in Texas. You got, you got a real conundrum here in uh, the Big 12. Because the Pac-12 doesn't want TCU, doesn't want Texas Tech. They're going to try to present this, that the SEC should be taking TCU and Texas Tech. And from all indications, the SEC is not interested in this. But Texas Tech, TCU, Baylor, they're trying to figure out where these guys are going to land. And from what I'm told this morning, Pac-12 is not interested you got to start to wonder, how do you cobble together a conference here? Now, can, you, can you still have the Big 12? Can you bring in some of these other schools that aren't of the marquee notoriety that you would have with Texas and Oklahoma? But then that would be hard to uh, replace anyway. Now it's just about survival. Yeah, McLevin. How about uh, just like a Texas-only, Texas-focused, like SMU, Houston, like the old uh, Southwestern. Southwestern Conference? Yeah, it's sort of like a fun, high-octane offense. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know what's happening with Big 12, but... Yeah. TCU, Texas Tech, and Bay Baylor face an uncertain future after what happened. But 
I don't know what you do with the Big 12 to make them, I, I, and we throw out the word relevant. They're not going to be relevant. They can't be relevant. But now it's just about survival. And uh, someone likened the SEC to the Amazon of college football. That's what the SEC is. And Greg Sankey would be Jeff Bezos because it just feels like they're going to take what they want and you're going to have to deal with them. Take a break. Clippers situation with Kawhi Leonard. Not fluid right now, unless that's what they're draining off his knee. But uh, we will talk. Yeah, okay. I've had that process done before. Knee swelling jokes. Oh, what a real pleasant uh, procedure that is when they drain your knee. Stick that long needle in there and take out the fluid. A lot of fun. Uh, probably drinking your Starbucks right now. Sorry about that. We'll take a break. Nick Wright will join us. What's he think the Clippers should do, will do with Kawhi Leonard? That's coming up next, 16 after the hour here. Dan Patrick Show. Had the uh, Callaway clubs out this weekend. And I didn't play great, but I did at times play spectacular. (laughs) Yeah. It's one of those where you hit some shots and the guys you're playing with forget the bad shots you hit and they remember the great shots and they think your, your score is better than what it is. And I think I shot an 84. But I hit some really good shots. The Apex uh, 21 irons from Callaway, and your results may vary, just saying. But the, uh, the Apex standard irons fit a majority of swings. The Apex Pro is not for me. That's single-digit handicap. The Apex DCB, that's deep cavity back is what I play. That's for a higher handicap and uh, a forged iron. So you can play with confidence, and, and you're playing with a great club. But this is, you know, Callaway. You should expect that. A lot of irons out there, but nothing delivers everything like Apex. Find out which Apex irons are right for you. CallawayGolf.com slash Apex. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. 
Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Once again, the Texas Senate has scheduled a hearing on the future of college sports for the state's Big 12 schools. That'll be later on this afternoon. Reps from TCU Texas Tech Baylor uh, are going to uh, speak during the hearing. I'm not sure if... Texas will be speaking, but I'm told they will. We'll wait and see. But, you know, now it's a matter of survival there for those teams because I'm told the Pac-12 not interested in TCU, Texas Tech, or Baylor to join them. I do want to give a shout-out to uh, some of our nearly 400 affiliates, Detroit, WCAR, that's AM uh, 1090, uh, Burlington, Vermont, 101.3, and uh, Indianapolis, Fox Sports 1260, AM. Speaking of, speaking of Fox Sports, uh, first things first on Fox Sports every morning, Monday through Friday, and one of the uh, great co-hosts there, Nick Wright, joining us on the program. Uh, Nick, thanks for joining us here. I was watching this morning. You did have some thoughts on Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers and, and how this all plays out. What would you do with, with uh, this situation if you were running the Clippers? Well, if I were running the Clippers, I... <laughs> I, I ask myself, why am I running the Clippers? Like, why is that my lot in life? But then once I get over that, I, I'd recognize that Kawhi's got us in a rough spot in that he has three options, right? He could have opted in and then signed a four-year extension. That's the most guaranteed money available to him. He didn't do that. He could opt out and then sign a four-year contract, but that would be illogical. You would have just done the first option. So it looks like he's going to opt out. If he's going to stay, he's going to sign a one plus one. So he'll, you know, get paid $40 million this year to probably not play and then be a free agent again next year. And 
I don't know, Dan. People, the the argument of that is, well, then he can sign a five year after this coming year, two hundred thirty five million dollar deal. I don't know that I'm interested in signing Kawhi Leonard for his age thirty two through thirty six season when his body is broken down more than it should have already. Also, you know, I. I was one of the few people two years ago who told you the Clippers wouldn't make it, and this year who told you the Nets wouldn't make it. And I don't know if the Nets are going to be much better next year. Next year, all the Nets guys are free agents. If if let's say Kawhi signs the one plus one, Dan, and he's a free agent, and he's like, okay, now I'll take my four or five year max. And James Harden is also a free agent. It's like this ain't as fun as I thought it would be. I'm from LA. I'd like to go back. If you're the Clippers, can you make an argument? You'd rather have Paul George with James Harden than Paul George with Kawhi? I think you could. He's a free agent. Kyrie, KD are free agents. Jimmy Butler's a free agent. Bradley Beal's a free agent. Next year's free agency is very wide open. If I'm the Clippers, I mean, I find out he's having surgery because Skip Bayless reports it. That's not great. That's not how you want to find out the news. So I don't know. The whole thing's frustrating about the Clippers. Yeah, I don't think, given that injury, that he's going to play. And given that Kawhi's time frame for coming back from an injury, he's going to be far more cautious than somebody else might be. But this might be a situation, do you sign him like the Nets signed Kevin Durant? He's coming off the Achilles, and they still signed him knowing that he wasn't going to play that first year. Yeah, but KD didn't sign a one plus one. Yeah. Like, I don't, I think they would have signed him to, if he picked up the option, a four year extension. But he, that's not what he opted for. I, I think if they, I think they would sign him right now to a four year deal. But that would be totally illogical from his perspective. If he wanted that, he would have picked up the option and then got four additional years. So essentially a five year deal. So I, I don't think that is available to them. I think he's going to say, I'm going to sign a one plus one, once again, be able to hold your feet to the fire. And this year, I'm probably not going to play. Like, would the Nets have signed KD to a one plus one coming off the Achilles? I don't think so. They signed it saying he signed a three plus one, which is very different. It just feels like the Clippers are going to regret this one way or another in two years. It's either Kawhi is MVP-like or Kawhi is injured again. Let me ask you, let me, sorry to interrupt, but just for the next two years, if you could, and they can't make this trade, but just, uh, you know, humor me here because both these guys opted out of their deal. For the next two years, would you rather have Chris Paul or Kawhi Leonard if you're the Clippers? The same exact roster. Chris Paul. Yeah, me too. Because A, he's going to play this first year, and B, I actually think it fits. It's like, oh, Paul George can be our primary scorer, do what he did in the bubble. Like, and that is a wild thing to say, but I think that's where we're at. What about with the Lakers? Are you okay with Russell Westbrook? Okay. So I'm okay with it. And listen, I, I guess what? I don't know if you, I don't, listen, I was out of town last week. Uh, so I didn't, you know, I wasn't on TV, but I don't know if you've heard Russell Westbrook struggles from three point range. <laughs> it's an undercovered story. Um, but I also think that this, this trade was, really covered poorly by the media. So, all right, Montrez Harrell was part of it. He was leaving. Kyle Kuzma was part of it. I would have packed Kuzma's bags for him. KCP was part of it. KCP is a useful player, but not a great player. Now, the argument is, yeah, but you could have used those pieces to get Buddy healed. 
I love Buddy Heald as much as anyone that's not from either the Bahamas or the state of Oklahoma. However, as we see time and time again, Dan, there's a lot of guys, one of which is hosting this show, that can shoot 40-some percent from three with no pressure, but you ain't seen him in the NBA playoffs, and come the NBA playoffs, it might be a little different animal. So Buddy Heald was not a sure thing. Like Joe Harris seems like an amazing piece for the Lakers. Yeah, but he can't shoot in the playoffs, right? So Buddy Hield's never played in a big NBA game, so it's a little concerning. And so I understand the fit question with Russ. And I understand Russ has never won, but Kevin Love never won, Chris Bosh never won, Anthony Davis never won, Kyrie Irving never won, and then LeBron put his arms around him and they won. Lakers will be great in transition. There will be a far lighter workload on LeBron in the regular season because Russ can win games for you. And I think that the overall just tenacity of what Russ brings is a net positive. But, Dan, you do know what's going to happen here because this is the exact thing that happened when the Lakers traded for AD. The Lakers traded for AD, and here was the commentary on every network. Oh, my God, they gave up so much. Who's going to defend? LeBron's in year 17. AD is, you know, is he as good as we say he is? Then they win the title. And this is what I hear. Whoa, super team. I mean, that's a super team. Of course they win. Oh, what are you going to do? Super team. So all week is that there's no spacing. It's caveman basketball. What are you thinking? Russ is a chucker. Have you seen the second spectrum numbers? And then if they win the title, it's going to be, oh, my God, LeBron James, how much help does he need? I mean, Andy had Carmelo Anthony. How much help does the guy need? It's good from the same people. This team's going to stink. That's what's going to happen. Well, it is LeBron, so you know. However, somebody can twist it to their benefit, they, they certainly will. I, I I understand getting Russ, and I love watching him. I don't think he he translates into wins. I think he translates into entertainment. I think he has stats. I know they got together and they decided that they were going to sacrifice part of their game to make it all work together. I mean, it sounds nice, but Russ still can't shoot. That's true. Now, if so, what's his role? They're just going to say, like teams did to Lonzo Ball, go ahead, shoot. Go ahead, shoot. And and they'll just, you know, they're not going to let him yeah. drive. So Yeah, but didn't the Lakers win the title with the t- with teams doing that to Rajon Rondo? Like, that happened, right? It's not like people are like, oh, my God, like Rondo was going to kill the spacing. People aren't that worried about Caruso's three-point shot. And by the way, the Bucks, who over the last few years have been a good three-point shooting team, I felt like every playoff game, it's like, wow, that's the fewest three-pointers they've shot, they've made in four years, and they just won the title. And by the way, I think this is, everyone says the Lakers are, you know, trying to match what the Nets do. The Lakers, the whole league needs to be worried about keeping up with Milwaukee. And I do think that Russ is just such a pain in the ass that, pardon me, that I do think if you are playing either Milwaukee or Brooklyn in the finals, Drew or Kyrie is going to have to work. Like the other team's point guard is going to have to work. I do, yeah, spacing will be a problem. I think Mello will help that. I think they're going to get Mello, and he shot 40% from three the last couple of years, and he made big shots. And they'll get some, you know, maybe they get Wayne Ellington. They'll find some shooting, I think. I hope. He's Nick Wright, First Things First, co host of Fox Sports One. We keep looking at these scenarios in free agency. And, you know, Kyle Lowry is an object of desire. And Malcolm Brogdon, Mike Conley is going to resign with Utah. Like, is there a player that you go, boy, if that happens or he leaves, is there a domino effect where you go, boy, that, that changes the, uh, the hierarchy of power? 
Well, aside from Kawhi, right? Yeah. And I guess Kawhi, it's, you know, it's more of a delayed. I think Lowry could have, but I, I think Miami with Lowry, they're still like they're hard capped, not literally hard capped, but they just have a ceiling on what they can be. I don't, I don't think they're a true championship contender. I think I'm really interested in what Dallas does. I think that Luca, he was my pick to win MVP before this year started. He came into, you know, camp out of shape and never didn't get going early and then came on late. I think Luca is about to win a gold medal and light the Olympics on fire and go into next year as, you know, there's a pretty clear top four players in basketball to me, Giannis, LeBron, Katie, and Luca. But Dallas, are like their big move is it going to be keep Tim Hardaway Jr.? Like, so I think the biggest moves aren't so much a free agency, it's more trades. Meaning, is Ben Simmons going to be traded? And is Chris Stapps Porzingis going to be traded? And what does that look like? Because I think the Mavs need more, but if they get the right pieces, they could win the title. Luka's that good. Yeah, I I said that in the first hour. I I view Dallas as sort of that sneaky team that, you know, we we keep looking at the shiny objects over here and, and, you know, that piecing some things together. I'm not sold on Porzingis uh, with them. Could you trade Porzingis for Ben Simmons? So that's a really interesting one. I don't think Philly does it. I think Philly wants more. I think that would be for Dallas. It helps your defense immediately. Ben Simmons, you know, the can basically play the position he needs to play, which is like the five on offense. And I think it makes a lot of sense for Dallas. I don't think it makes enough sense for Philly. I think Philly, listen, there's a reason that all these reported trades, Daryl, was asking for like four first round picks and swaps. It Daryl wants Damian Lillard. And if the Blazers won't trade him Damian Lillard for Ben Simmons, then he wants to acquire the pieces necessary to then trade for Damian Lillard. Like you don't want my player. Okay, what if you want the pieces I get for my player with Bradley Beal as like a consolation? I do not think Ben Simmons is getting traded by Daryl for 70 cents on the dollar. I think he's going to go. I think he's comfortable going into the season with him and waiting and sit. Good to talk to you. Good to have you back. And uh, thanks for joining us, Nick. Absolutely. As always, great to see you guys. Talk to you soon. That's uh, Nick Wright. First things first, co-host on Fox Sports One, Monday through Friday. Yeah, kind of uh, interesting take on Russell, Russell Westbrook there and what he can give you. And and I said when it happened that that's a regular season move because he plays, he plays hard, and if he can take the wear and tear, the stress off LeBron, it's just once you get to the postseason. And, you know, Nick brings up a great point. Like, Joe Harris is one of the great shooters in the game. But in the playoffs, he was terrible. I mean, it was Kevin Durant, and that was it. And you would have thought, well, Joe Harris has got to help him out. They double KD. Joe Harris going to hit some jumpers. He, he was a no-show. And I don't know what to expect out of Buddy Heald. Although, I think Buddy Heald fit what the Lakers need more than Russell Westbrook does. Probably more so when you get to the postseason. But understand this with Milwaukee. If that's the, the blueprint, they won with Giannis down low. I mean, you did get contributions from Middleton and Holiday and Brooke Lopez and some other players. But this was about the Greek freak dominating down low. How many teams dominate down low? Not many. 
But that's why Milwaukee won. I mean, Philly's trying to do this with Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons to dominate in the paint, but not many teams have that blueprint. But you also have to have the player to be able to do it. And Milwaukee wisely, listen to what I said, I don't want you dribbling the ball up the floor. I don't want you taking jumpers. Go down low because nobody can guard you there. <coughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Get emotional. By the way, my only takeaway from that interview was the Sixers are getting Damian Lillard. Isn't that basically <laughs> what uh, what he said? He said, Daryl Morey's going to acquire pieces. Of course, it was somewhat theoretical, but... Uh, no, I understand, but I understand the logic there. Yeah. That, hey, you don't want Ben Simmons. Well, what if I get three future first-round draft picks? Do you want them instead? That's they, a weird situation, though, because that's the rebuilding thing. And, you know, like, doesn't it feel at this point, though, the Sixers have, have shopped Ben Simmons so much it would be awkward to bring him back? Like, the fans have an expectation of something different. And they, I think they want something different more than they want a specific player. Couple of phone calls in here. Uh, Andrew in Atlanta. Andrew, what's on your mind today? Hi, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, best of the weekend was by far the U.S. men's national team winning the Gold Cup final. Um, <laughs> many may not even be aware what that is, but uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, the Concacaf Nations League championship. So big summer for men's soccer. The of course um, worst was just moments ago. The women losing the uh, the game against uh, uh, Canada. Canada. Canada, yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Dan. It wasn't, wasn't exactly <laughs> moments ago, but uh, thank you, Andrew. Maybe Andrew just found out moments ago. Seth in Chicago joins us. Seth, what do you have for me? Hey, thanks for taking my call here. Uh, 5'11", 170. Um, wanted to weigh in, give a story about the pole vaulting and equestrian. My brother was a pole vaulter back in high school and was running up, went to go jump up, got the pole to bend a little bit, and came back and hit him below the belt where the sun doesn't shine there. So don't know if that changes anyone's mind as far as pole vaulting or equestrian. That uh, gives a whole new meaning to pole vault. Um, yeah, I, uh, I have no interest in uh, trying it. And we used to have those sawdust pits with high jump. You would, you would high jump into a, sawd, a pit of sawdust. And I thought, how crazy is this? Yes, yeah, I love that he just said, where the sun don't shine. <laughs> he's, he's probably, you know, a guy from the 70s. You know, that's what you would say. And it hit me right where the sun don't shine. Whoa, there. Uh-oh. Whoa. And then you finish it off with, if you know what I mean. Yeah, if you know yeah. what I'm yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's a phrase. Yeah. We all, all know what you mean. Yes, McLaughlin. By the way, uh, so balance beam and pole vaulting are winning the most dangerous sport. We forgot diving. That is terrifying. Well, like cliff diving to me is dangerous. But the way these guys rip, put their head right next to the board is out of control. Or like the dudes who they go all the way up on that huge platform and just jump off that. Into, what are they, crazy? Have you? Have what you, are you, nuts? Have you guys ever stood up on that platform? Hell no. Okay, I've stood on the platform. I just wanted to know what it was like. And I didn't jump in. You know, I was in regular clothes. I just said, can I go up there? And the person at the pool said, yeah, you can. I'm getting dizzy just thinking oh, about climbing up there. You get up there and then you look over and you go, okay, if I just, if I just drop in, like the pencil dive where you just jump in, 
Even that is not going to be a, a pleasant experience. Nope. Not good. All right, more phone calls coming up back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter. Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. 
Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Thursday night football, the Hall of Fame game. Cowboys. Steelers. I'm guessing Dak Prescott wasn't scheduled to play, probably won't play. And then you had the shoulder tweak that uh, hurt around the NFL. So I'm going to assume Dak Prescott is not going to play on Thursday night. Yes, Paul. Yeah, but I saw the commercials promoting the game. It said Dak Prescott and oh. the you know the team. They, he's playing right they, in the commercial. It's mm, playing. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> Dak Prescott versus Ben Roethlisberger, Steelers. Cowboys, Thursday night on Fox. Neither guys will play a snap Thursday night on Fox. Yes, McLovin. I'm curious if Ben Roethlisberger really lost this weight. I have to see it. I think he lost the beard. Therefore, that made him look like he lost a lot of weight. Like, man, you look thinner. Well, you had that beard. That It just felt like that beard was about 30 pounds. Aaron Rodgers talked about uh, coming back to Green Bay and was asked if uh, this was an awkward feeling. It was a little strange, I think, day one, just because I was gone for the entire offseason and contemplated my own future and, and the possibility of playing somewhere else as well. But when I'm back here, I'm 100% all in, you know. And you know me, you know what I'm all about. I love my teammates. I love competing. I do love practice. You know, I love to go out and give it to the young corner when I can and, and get after these guys, talk a little smack, especially with a new D coordinator in here. we got to let them know how it goes around here. Has anybody been able to ask Aaron Rodgers, was he told he would be traded in the offseason? Did he ask to be traded in the offseason? Now, he might say, no, we moved on from that. I haven't. Because it still feels like that affects, you know, this situation. Like, what what happened? Did you ask for a trade? Were you told you were getting a trade? Um, And then you didn't get the trade. So now that leads to even more acrimony here. Plus, I looked at the schedule. And I, I, I know that we just assume they went to the NFC title game. You got Aaron Rodgers back. They got a better-than-average defense. You got Devontae Adams, we assume, is going to get paid. You got a good running back, good offensive line. I have a hard time penciling the Packers in for 11 wins, 12 wins this year. I just do. It's a tough schedule. A lot of times we don't look at the schedule. We just go, oh, they're going to be good because they're blank. You got to look at the schedule. Like the Colts. Colts are in trouble. Even if Carson Wentz is playing, they're in trouble. That's a really, really tough. The first nine games, I think eight of them are really tough. The, the one easy one is against the Texans. And if you don't have Carson Wentz in there, man, it could go south in a hurry. And I'm not talking AFC South. I'm talking about south of the AFC South. All right, uh, our best and worst of the weekend. I'll start with Todd with a fresh haircut there. Todd, is that your best or worst of the weekend? Uh, I'm not sure. It's, uh, the jury's still out, I think. Okay. Right. You took a shot there. That was not the, necessary. I, I, my bad. 
I think it's all right. Okay. Best and worst of the weekend, Todd. Uh, best. We hadn't been inside a movie theater in a long time. Family and I went to see Stillwater with Matt Damon. A little slow at times, but uh, generally very good, compelling. I would recommend you guys check out Stillwater. We liked it. So I went off the board with a little movie thing instead of sports. That's okay. Worst of the weekend, as reported by ESPN's Jeff Passan, Ray's right-hander Tyler Glasnow expected to undergo Tommy John surgery soon after partially tearing his UCLA last month. Could return next season. May not be back on the mound until 2023. Wait, wait, is UCLA? Is UCL? Oh. Did I say it too fast? UCLA. Tearing his UCLA. I did say UCLA. <laughs> you did. He tore his Bruins. <laughs> he may not be able to be back in the mental 2023. Wait, that's your worst of the weekend? A picture that you never talk about? I had a very good weekend, and then I saw that, and I like this particular picture, and they're saying that he not only may miss next year, you may not see him until 2023, one of the best pitchers in baseball. I thought that was... Uh, McLovin, best and worst of the weekend. Okay, I'm going to go in the Olympic sportsmanship theme. This guy running the 800 named Jewett got tripped. Isaiah Jewett, an American, and he basically was going to be in the medal competition, and he hugged the guy who tripped him, and they ran over the finish line together. And I admit I got a little set of medal. He wasn't mad that he got tripped, even though it blew his medal chance. Okay. Uh, and I'll go two best. I just, I'm obsessed with it now. Bryce Harper hit three doubles yesterday. He's raking, went over 300 for the year. We have a war going on, Dan. We need help. Okay, hold on. I'm going to save this till next hour because Paulie out of nowhere gave me a, perhaps a Hall of Fame candidate or somebody who might be ahead of Bryce Harper going to the Hall of Fame. Totally surprised me. We did some research here for a change, and I'm like, okay, Paulie's got an argument here. That's coming up next hour. Right, you thought that was an argument? I thought I was actually surprised at how how weak his case Seton was. Seton O'Connor, best and worst of the weekend. And so what the Olympics are best for is that you do a deep dive into just random sports. Mm. This weekend, the badminton final between the, yeah. the women's badminton final was just tremendous. It was like the most gripping thing I've watched in a long time. It was fantastic. China against Chinese Taipei. It was, I can't believe badminton is, it was remarkable. So good. Uh, I'll give you credit for the pronunciation there. Badminton. Minton. Yeah. yeah. Because they r- r- insist on saying it that way on the broadcast. Badminton. Badminton. So you can't really mess that one up. Uh, the other thing, too, that I watched that was equal parts lame and equal parts awesome. The sport's more of an activity. Do you want to give a guess what I watched? Dressage. I don't know what that is, but I don't think that's it. Horses. Oh, no. No. Okay. Trampolining. <laughs> it's kind of lame. All right. Not going to lie. I mean, yeah, they jump up. They, it's kind of lame, but it's also kind of awesome because they go about like 30 or 40 feet in the air and they're doing all these flips. And sometimes they're supposed to stay right in the middle. There's like a target yeah. that you're trying yeah. to get in. But sometimes you see this, these people flipping and you're like, oh, my God, he's right at the edge. And then the, they almost fall. It's, but it's kind of lame, but it's kind of awesome. Sounds like something you do if you're high. Like yeah, you know, let's jump on the trampoline. Well, watching it whilst yeah. is awesome. I can tell you that. So, uh, Paulie, best and worst. Uh, USA Women's Gymnastics. Jade Carey. She had a tough week. She had a tough week on the vault the night before, but then she wins the uh, the floor exercise. Jade Carey got the gold. Really uh, tough gymnast. And then the men's long jump final. A, a guy from Cuba, Juan Miguel Echeverria. He's the best in the world. He had the lead. He got injured, so he had to sit out his last few jumps. This guy from Greece, Miltiadis Tentaglou, came in and got the longest jump. He tied him at the end. And other, other sports, they, they tied the long jump. It's not two golds. It's a second-best jump. 
and the guy from Greece won on the last jump of the day. Mm. Pretty cool. Um, the uh, season two of Outer Banks happened, so I was big on that. Seaton gave me a heads up, kind of snuck up on me. Uh, Ted Lasso, a couple episodes in with Ted Lasso. It was a good, uh, good streaming weekend there for me. All right, uh, we'll get some more phone calls coming up here. Best and worst of the weekend. And uh, we'll do the the gripping. Is, is Bryce Harper more of a Hall of Famer than Joey Votto? Try to get out of your cars <laughs> as we tell you about that next hour. McLovin will represent Bryce Harper. Paulie will represent Joey Votto Jr., the third. McLevin, results of the poll question from the first two hours. The, the Olympic sport you don't want to try? Pole vaulting. Yeah. You want to change it up? for the, And no, we're not doing Joey Votto, Bryce Harper, who's more of an MVP final hour. For clicks. No, you're getting no clicks. Two hours in the books, one more to go this Monday. Seton, Paulie, Fritzy, McLevin, yours truly here on the Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out hour two. It's something amazing to hear. It's Discover matching all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. And there's no limit on how much you can earn, which is amazing because over 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. That's even more amazing. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word amazing more often and get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply it's freddie prince jr and jeff died back in the ring wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season hey jeff are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of wrestling with freddie you better believe i have i've been practicing my body slams and i'm jacked all right don't go injuring yourself now we'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from aew wwe and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling listen to wrestling with freddie on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.